We've been asked to separate our spiritual beliefs from our work or even public lives. For those on a spiritual journey, it becomes increasingly challenging as we seek a deeper meaning. Together, we'll have the tough conversations that help us uncover our truth. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Modern Spirituality Podcast. I am your host, Estefania Galvan, and today I am with a very special guest, Mariana Uribe. Hi, Mariana. Hello, hello. How are very you? excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited you're here. Yeah. So let's give our audience a little bit of context. Um, I've known Mariana for a while, and I'm very excited we're in this podcast today because we have a, a, a story, I guess, like from a friendship, but also in a the spiritual journey. <laughs> but tell me more. You tell me more about the yourself and the story and how we met. Yeah, I was waiting for that question. So that was my <laughs> best one. Uh, so a little bit about me. My name is Mariana Uribe, as Steffi just shared. I'm originally from Colombia, so we have that in common. Um, I moved to Chicago when I was 19 years old, and so were you. So we met here in Chicago through a friend, and it was very interesting because we got really, uh, we became friends like five years later, and it was all through God who brought us together at the most unexpected time, and then we developed our friendship over there. Um, a little bit about me, uh, besides my Jesus life, I'm a daughter of God, of course, uh, and then Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I live in New York right now. I'm getting my MBA from Stern, and then yeah, that's a little bit about me. Oh, okay. Let's 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 start <laughs> from the beginning. So we met five years ago, around five years ago, and now we said like, yeah, it was God, uh, a God. Um, how do we say it? Like purpose, uh, purpose. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> we didn't know at that time, right? Yeah. Um, How how did you how did you start your your spiritual journey? When did it start? Yeah, that's my favorite question. Um, so I grew up Catholic. My mom used to go to Christian church when I was a little kid. She would take me to the fun church. So it was like, oh, I'll go there, play loud music, and I'll be like, oh, I like that church more than the mass and the Catholic mass. Um, so I enjoyed that growing up, but that didn't really mean anything to me until later on in life. Um, I found myself in a place that I kept looking for answers. I kept looking for something that I couldn't find. So I started to going out and drinking and partying and meeting people and um, just trying to find out what I wanted, like getting the job that I wanted. And then I had it and then getting the, my partner and like what I wanted. And then I was no happy. So I found myself in a very low place and I found myself... Uh, going through one of the hardest times of my life. And when was that? That was back in 2019. Mm -hmm. um, and you were right there for me. God <laughs> had something during that time that now looking back, it was like a very special time for me. Uh, but yeah, through the heartbreak, uh, God was definitely knocking the door in my life uh, through many people. My brother was like my big spiritual leader. Um, so he has did he reach out to you? How? Yeah, my brother was an atheist. Uh, he did not believe in God. He was fighting my parents to go to church when we were mm -hmm. growing up. So just he seeing his testimony and his transformation, how he uh, restored his marriage and how God restored uh, his marriage, and how he became a different person uh, because of God. 
and I was like the first witness to that testimony. I was like, I want that thing that my brother had. Um, and he kept sending me sermons and I would not listen to them. And I'm like, 40 minutes? I, there's no way I can listen to these. Um, then later on, I remember he had given for, me... For context, what is a sermon? A sermon is um, a Holy Spirit message, hopefully. Um, so we have a pastor or anyone that feels like the Holy Spirit is guiding them to just give a message to people to learn more about Jesus. And sharing the Bible. Sharing the Bible, sharing the gospel, mm-hmm. sharing the news, which is something that we're all called to do. Um, so my brother had sent me a Bible and then when I found myself at home by myself where I didn't want to talk to anybody, I remember I was with you that day. I was crying and my whole chest was like breaking apart. I could not stop crying. I did not want to see anybody. I just like stay home for three weeks. I, um, it was a rough time. It was a very <laughs> rough time. Um, and I think because of a mistake I made, the guilt was with me all that time. And I'm like, how am I going to overcome these? Mm-hmm. And I just had thoughts of like killing myself. I would go like crying in the bathroom and like hit myself against the mirror. And I was like, God, if you're real, please do something. Like if I know, like I've had, I thought I knew Jesus up until that point, but it wasn't the same way that I do yeah. now. And I'll, I want to <clears> say like it's. Now that you're telling the story, um, you're a, a very different place right now, right? Yeah. But like looking, like I was witnessing that, like yeah. some of it, and 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 it was hard. It was it was a tough time. You 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 were very sad, full of anxiety, uncertainty. Yeah. Um, so when did that change? Yeah, so I stay at home. I was reading the Bible for three weeks in a row, the Bible that my brother had sent me home that I had just put to the side in a bookshelf and it was dusty. And I was like, I opened the Bible and I said, God, if you're real, please speak through me to your word and do something today. And I remember nothing had changed around me, but little by little, I started to get, gain some peace. And I remember Philippians 4, that peace that surpasses all understanding, started to come upon me. And I'm like, huh, maybe you're real. Maybe I'm getting a little bit of peace. And that's what I need at the end of the day. I can't control what's going on around me. But that peace that the Holy Spirit gave me at that time was what made me uh, go through that season. Uh, so to answer your question, nothing really was changing on the outside, mm-hmm. but I had to put boundaries in my life too. I got rid of social media. I even stopped talking to my family. I was like, I want to focus on this Jesus thing and I want to learn more about you. And I just like started reading the Bible every day. That's all I wanted to do. <laughs> I started to pray. And then the first time I went out after three weeks, after not talking to anybody for three weeks, I just saw the world with like a different set of eyes. It was completely different, and I just wanted to pray for everybody. Why? How different? <clears throat> what was different? Everything looked different. I was like, and then I told my brother, like, what happened to me? Like, did I just get a new pair of eyes? <laughs> and then he's like, well, you're a spiritual. Um, so it was more like the world was the same, but the perspective. Exactly. My perspective changed. And then what is it in the Bible? The spiritual veil fell. And that's something that the enemy does to people who are not believers. And when I read that verse, I'm like, oh, my God, that's what just happened to me. My spiritual veil had just fallen and I just wanted to pray for people. And I remember mm-hmm. that was a very special time because the, the enthusiasm that, that you have as a new believer and just wanting to tell everybody and that's all I wanted to talk about. And I just wanted to pray all the time. And I was like, church is great. I love my church community. And that's a place that 
like I want to be a,、mm-hmm. but at the same time, it was more like D word and spending like private time, closed doors with God、mm-hmm. that brought me really close to Him. Yeah.、Um, <laughs> so these these podcasts and and this time that we have here、um, is like of course like getting to know you better and share your testimony. But like hopefully our, the the people listening they're gonna they're gonna. Feel something from、yeah. it, right? And and if if we have someone listening right now that、uh, maybe is interested of like getting started in this spiritual journey and and getting to know like maybe they're going through something very、yeah. hard, like what you did, what you went through.、Um, what would you tell them? Like where to start? Like how do you do it? Yeah, I the first thing to tell you is Jesus is the answer. I think we go. Through this world, just searching for something to make you feel better, and then what I found myself is I was putting band aids on little wounds that I have all over my heart and all over my body. And then when I found the word of God and the testimony of God, and I found what He was doing through me,、um, was when I really found that answer. And that did not give me control of what happens around me, but that gave me that peace. So I would definitely start by reading the New Testament, st- starting with John and Luke. Those two were one of my favorites because it's when Jesus was alive, doing miracles on people, and the same t- thing that he did back then, he will be able to you do it to you today.、Um, so I think that's where I will start, and I think definitely having that community and people around you. That I mean, there are tough days still,、yeah. you know, like. We're not perfect whatsoever, but there are p- tough days, and some some days I didn't want to pray, and I call you or I call my brother, and I say, "Can we just pray together? Can you pray for me today, or can we just read the Bible together?" Or like there are tools that you can use to help yourself to get、mm-hmm. excited. Sometimes I just have to wake up, and I'm like, "Jesus, give me please the motivation to pray this morning, and tell the enemy no distractions, put my phone away, and then I just like play a song, I start worshiping, and I'm like." Then in the mood to pray. Then in the mood to read the Bible.、Um, so I think there's definitely tools and people and that God uses to get to、mm-hmm. you and get get to your heart. Yeah, you just mentioned like something very important, and I feel like even for myself, like I think like surrounding myself from like good friends and people that are there to pray with me for me and be there on the not very easy days. Yeah, that like you need that little extra pot. Push, and you were actually the one who invited me to church、yes. for the very first time. Let's talk、yeah. about that. It was really <laughs> funny because I didn't know that you grew up a Christian.、Mm-hmm. I didn't know because, and we we never talk about it. We never we talk never about talk. it. And then I remember I shared with you, oh, this happened to me. I'm going to church, and then you saw me how sad I was, and then. Like people will tell me your face looked different. What do you do? Like I'm like、It's、really? <laughs> Did I do something? Nothing. I can't take the credit for that. But、um, yeah, so I remember I was very excited to share the news with you, and then that's how we started to bond. And I invited you to City Church Chicago, and then we.、Uh, Went there and we started serving. We we're making coffee and giving coffee to people. <laughs> I don't think the coffee was good, <laughs> but what we we're doing, like connecting with people, which is something that definitely was out of my comfort zone,、mm-hmm. is something that the Holy Spirit led me to do.、Mm-hmm. And yeah, even during that rough time, I had no energy. All I wanted to do was cry. And God sent me to Africa to. Help children there to learn more about the gospel, and then when I flew into Kenya, Nairobi, on my own, that which is something that God put me in my heart, I met so many people who were Christian, who were motivating me in my faith and、yeah. praying for me and believing with me, 
And that just like humble myself very mm. much. So it's like you, at the moment you made the decision, okay, this is what I want. I want to learn more about Jesus. I want to start my spiritual journey yeah. and be connected with the Word of God. Uh, things started like to open up and you start meeting people. Yeah. Um, after how long did you decide to go to Africa? It was very quick. It was mm -hmm. like a month after it mm -hmm. was very quick i'm like i remember i got there and i'm like god but like how did you decide it how how was that i think it was something that god had put in my heart a long time again he'd been knocking the door in my life for a long time and i was just ignoring him or just distracted with other things um so it was like after i was so broke i remember that desire just came back really strongly and i'm like i gotta do it and then i had just i lost my job i lost everything all at once my partner my everything i lost it all and i was like i don't have anything to do but to serve you so serve me uh send me where you want me to be and then i remember that desire just came back in my heart really strongly and then yeah i I feel like a month after I was already flying there and I was still with my eyes swollen from yeah. crying and I'm like, God, I don't have any energy to be here. And I think like that, that uh, the whole experience was a life changing for Absolutely. you, right? Like you, yeah. Mariana was a different person, like when she left and when she came back yeah. and you were serving, you were, what were you doing? Yeah. So I was teaching English at a elementary school and then I got I love children I got to spend uh, time with children so the director of the school uh, she could not have children so what she did is start this uh, elementary school in the slums of Kenya and Nairobi and then she will bring people not to have 300 200 children that come to school just to get fed so it was very humble an experience and I saw like kids that were very talented kids that would just always have a big smile on their eyes playing with a deflated soccer ball and they were having Having the time of their lives they were mm -hmm. praying for me they were they were telling me you're my best friend and they were telling me i'm gonna miss you and i'm like i remember i came back and then COVID started and i'm like i gotta do something for these people like how are they gonna make it through this pandemic mm -hmm. and to me the pandemic was a blessing And I was thinking I can't just have this blessing on my own. I gotta share that blessing with someone else. And I that was a very hard um But when you say a blessing, uh, how? I mean I just felt so privileged. Mm. I was I think I always took for granted everything that I had. Mm -hmm. uh, growing up, my parents, uh, thank God gave me everything. But I mm -hmm. was like, Oh, like you know, like I'm supposed to have these. I never saw it as a blessing. Mm -hmm. Then when I went there, it was like clean water, like basic necessities, food, a, pla a plate of ri rice. It was all like, oh my God, like they're loving these, they're enjoying these, they're happy, they're not complaining. Mm -hmm. And to me, it was very little. And I was like, God, thank you. like a you. different phase exactly. life. And I'm like, how can, the, how can they be so happy with so little? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, if they can do it, I can do it too, oh, right? Yeah. Um, Sometimes like we have to go through things like that to see like God's glory and his goodness, like even in the in the big, but also in the small. And yeah, you were able to see like in front of you. And it was very humbling. And I remember and you were there to support me. We were recording a video and we had to reshoot it like a million times because I was so nervous and we we're going to post it on my Instagram. And I'm like, I don't want to do these, but I know that God is calling me to do it. So let's do something about it. We did a fundraiser and we raised some money and we were helping. We were able to help 200 children mm -hmm. uh, at the schools in Kenya and they were getting fed and they were just like, and I still keep that relationship with people. Some mm -hmm. people got to sponsor some of the children there. So it was all like God 
through me when I thought I didn't have any energy to do anything else but survive. There was God giving me the strength that I needed to serve him and mm-hmm. to do things for his kingdom. Yeah, and you did it. God you, did it through <laughs> me, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So now, Mariana today. How is Mariana today? <laughs> How oh are you my feeling? God. I'm, I don't know. I was just like walking this morning and I was like looking at the sky and just like with a big smile on my face and I'm like why am I so happy and I'm just like very grateful because after I mean that season was rough because again I made a mistake and all the guilt was there but then later on I was the most impatient person in the world and then God just told me hey I'm gonna teach you how to be patient and hey that was no fun that was not Mm -hmm. easy those were the hardest three years of my life When I said, if something doesn't happen in a month, then I'm out. And then it didn't happen. It it didn't happen like uh, how I wanted it. And for context, (laughs) I've known Mariana for a long time. And if if it's in her mind, she wants it done (laughs) right away. (laughs) Yeah, if I have something in my head, that's how I want it to happen. And then it took me a lot for me to trust God and to believe God. And there were so many nights that I prayed and I cried and I'm like Jesus do something again and you know like you start to lose that kind of faith and Mm -hmm. then it's like how do you get that back how do we become the believer that I got on the first day that I experienced your uh, presence like Mm -hmm. like do something supernatural today how oh my god I feel like definitely like through prayer to me like worship is a moment is a beautiful moment where I get to connect with God and I just like go to another realm and I I just love connecting with God and like through prayer and to people like when we pray two or more people are praying in a room together God is in the middle Mm -hmm. and that's what the word says and I I truly believe in that Um, so I think through prayer people and worshiping is like definitely being a life uh, changer for me and God is always in the middle like an everyday thing right everyday (laughs) thing I could be like playing blasting music all morning and I never get tired of it and yeah, I think like I protect what I hear too. So now even working out, I just want to worship and I just want to hear the things of God. Mm-hmm. And how's your how, how's your spiritual life compared from where you started to today? Yeah, I mean, I think there are seasons and then what am I, I feel like God always reveals something new to you. So like, I feel like it's sanctification process, right? Where at first, as a first believer, you're like, I'm very excited about these, but you're still kind of getting baby milk, right? Then later on, I feel like that's when God really wants to use you. And he starts like giving you assignments, like go do these, get this done, talk to this person, forgive quicker. And there are things that you start to do because God calls you to do it. And then you open up all your spiritual gifts and like, how do you use your spiritual gifts? How do you help people through that? And then not only that, but now like God opened up this whole door, like I'm not just called to be a Christian, but I'm called to be a Christian. And again, there's a lot of division with this Christian title. So I call myself like I'm a daughter of God and I have a relationship with Jesus. Whatever you want to call yourself, that that's okay, right? Mm-hmm. But do you have a relationship with Jesus Christ? Do you believe in Him? And you pray to the Holy Spirit, the Father, and Jesus Christ. Yes, that's who I am, right? So I think right now it's more... I. I, I'm called to be a Christian that goes into spiritual warfare, that walks into unknown territories to fight the devil because the devil is real. The enemy is real. And it's we have to be in prayer all the time. If there's people praying for the satanic kingdom from 7 p.m. to 5 a.m., 
why are we not doing the same as Christians? Mm-hmm. And it is hard to like swim against the waters in this world when all you get and you get offered is something completely different. So how do you make time to date and to have a job and to get your master's and to put God above all those things? Mm-hmm. That is a challenge that you have as a Christian. And I think only God can give you the strength to all do all those things. And how do you do it? How do you incorporate? Is it like you incorporate God in certain parts of your day? Or how, how, how do you do it? I think, yeah, it's, again, it's not a perfect day. But I think prayer. So if I pray, God, even help me get this assignment for school done, he does. He makes me more productive. He makes my mm-hmm. time go by quicker. If I tell him I have this job interview, like he's in the middle of that and he make, he smooths the path ahead of me. And even when it's not smooth, I have the faith and I can trust him that, yes, he's walking by my hand. He's holding me by my hand and his victory. I have victory because of him. So I think just like right now I'm in the season of trust, right? So I had to become patient and I had to trust him. And when I started to trust him and letting things go, that, that's when I really gave him room to, to move. Um, and then, yeah, so now God is moving and I'm in this like new season in my life where I'm like enjoying it. I have peace, but I have nothing. Like I just lost my job again like a month ago. And then it's a new season for me. I'm living in New York and like there's all these changes, but I'm like, God, you know what you're doing. So that's mm-hmm. what I need in this moment. So it's not like... Oh, I have a relationship with God and all my problems are solved. Now, Go away you're now. You're still do- dealing with situations and different things, but it's like you're definitely like another person from who you were. You were reborn. Absolutely. <laughs> I was born again. Yes. Born again. And thank you for sharing the story yeah. with me and with everyone listening. Is there anything else you want to share with the audience about uh, a close up and, and. Yeah, this one by really quick. Um, I think the first thing and most important thing, I love testimonies and I love sharing my story. And I'm not ashamed of anything that I did wrong in the past, even because all of that, that's why I'm here today. And that's why I'm the person who I am today. So first of all, feel free to reach out to me at any time because I would love to speak to you. How can they reach out to you? Uh, my Instagram is Mariana Uribe H or Mariana Uribe H. Uh, pretty sure we can put it up there somewhere. Mm-hmm. But feel free to reach out to me because like, I really love like sharing my testimony and talking to people. And I know there might be a lot of you that are going through seasons. So like, how do we learn to uh, move the circumstances but not let the circum- circumstances move you? Um, so I think like, you know, if I feel like helping people, loving people is something that God calls us to do. So if there's any way that I can do that with anybody, like I, I want to be doing that. All right. Thank you so much for sharing with us and with all the people listening. And stay tuned to Mariana's testimony because we'll hear more. Thank you. I love you. I love you. <laughs>